the name of the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Praise the Lord. Let me start by extending my appreciation to the angel over this house, Apostle Goodhart. Thank you, sir. Thank you so, so much. And then to the first lady, the woman of God, Pastor Bimbo. Thank you. Thank you, man. Truly honor you. Amen. It's always a joy to bring the word of the Lord. And I trust that the Lord will bless us in no small way this morning. In the name of Jesus. Please keep standing. I want to teach on something this morning that I believe will transform our lives in no small way. The Bible says that the entrance of thy word giveth light and then it gives understanding to the simple. By the grace of God, I have been a student of scripture and God has granted me the grace to learn the systemic character of God. And I have had the honor and the privilege to learn the laws of the kingdom. And one of the things that I have learned about the laws of the kingdom is that God invested a dimension of his power in the laws of the kingdom. They reward without restraint, but they are vicious disciplinarians that when the laws of the kingdom are violated, it will only take the mercy of God to bring us back. But if the laws are kept, they will turn any life into a sign and a wonder. So we have come with open hearts Oh let the ancient words They are ancient words Ever true Changing me and changing We have come with open hearts One more time. They are ancient words, but ever changing me and changing me. this morning spirit of the living God and let Jesus be glorified in Jesus name God bless you please be seated please be seated we'll start off this morning and honestly if I were you I don't know what kind of price you have to pay but I will personally request that you make the sacrifice to listen to what I have to say um, to completion if that would mean you making the sacrifice even for the second service believe me it is worth it there are words that are precious there are words that are makers and this morning I trust that the Lord will help us and use these truths to elevate us to new dimensions in Jesus name 
Hallelujah. God designed his kingdom in a way and a manner that when you come into the kingdom through the experience that we call the new birth, the Bible tells us that you are introduced to the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And scripture says, when he, the spirit of truth is come, that he will guide you into all truth. Are we together? Let's take it down a bit. Thank you. So when, when you expose yourself to the ministry of the Holy Spirit, one of the things that you stand to enjoy is that he begins to teach you doctrine. But then he extends to now introduce you to the kingdom. And he now teaches you the modus operandi of the kingdom. How this kingdom operates. One of the most powerful revelations that I had in my life is the revelation of Jesus the way. The methodology of the kingdom. Jesus is not only a person. Jesus is God's authorized formula for living a victorious life in the kingdom. So he is the living logos. You must encounter Jesus the way. The methodology of the kingdom. The Bible says, There is a way that seemeth right unto a man. Are we together? It says, But the end thereof are the ways of death or destruction. So it is important. This is why it is very, the convergence of believers is so beneficial because it gives us the platform to be exposed. Exposed, not just in worship to the presence of God, but we have the opportunity to learn the ways of God. Praise the name of the Lord. The principle that I want to teach you in my rating, I think that it is the second most powerful spiritual law I have learned in my life. I am humbled today and I must admit that I am truly humbled at what God is doing in your church, your pastor. I look at my life every day and sometimes I let my tears do the speaking in gratitude for the mercy and the grace of God. Believe me, what you are going to learn this morning are not cunningly devised fables. They are not even opinions of men. They are as ancient as the one who brought the truth. Hallelujah. Are we together? This for me is only second to my encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. I have watched people violate this spiritual principle to their detriment. I have watched individuals, ministries, ministers, people in government and parliament, business people. I have watched aspiring people neglect this law to their detriment. And I pray in the name of Jesus that God again will give us a chance to learn. Are we together? The law of honor. I'll be teaching on the law of honor. All failures in life, all, literally, with no exception, all failures in life can be traced to dishonor. All failures. It doesn't matter in what fashion it appears. All failures in life can be traced to dishonor. Dishonor to God. Dishonor to men. Dishonor to principles. 
Are we together? All failures in life can be traced to dishonor. Dishonor to God, dishonor to men, dishonor to principles. What then is honor? Very quickly. Write this down, please. Honor is the discerning, the celebrating or celebration, and the rewarding of uniqueness, of usefulness, of excellence. Honor is the discerning, starts with discernment, comma, the celebrating, and if need be, the rewarding of uniqueness of usefulness and of excellence one more time that honor is the discerning the celebrating and the rewarding of uniqueness the rewarding of usefulness the rewarding of excellence this is what honor is so honor starts with discernment discernment of uniqueness discernment of usefulness discernment of excellence let me quickly define dishonor what is dishonor write it down please dishonor is the trivializing of value of usefulness to dishonor means to take for granted to dishonor means to lightly esteem one more time the trivializing of value the trivializing of usefulness it means to take for granted it means to lightly esteem are we together this is a very powerful principle it has changed my life and i've had the opportunity to study the books of many many people i have studied the biographies and the autobiographies of several people and I have not found one person lifted by God genuinely who did not obey and walk in keeping with the law of honor. I said all failure can be traced to dishonor. This is true. If you learn honor, you can access any environment on earth. If you learn the law of honor, there is no door that will remain indefinitely closed. In fact, let me put it this way. The kingdom operates based on the law of seed time and harvest. We know this. Genesis chapter 8, when you read from verse 22, the Bible says, Seed time and harvest shall not cease. That means it is vain to look for a harvest whose seed you did not sow. Is that true? Are we in agreement? Praise the name of the Lord. That means if i want to learn learning is a harvest the seed that i sow for learning is listening listening is the seed for learning knowledge is the seed for change and transformation that if i desire a harvest of transformation if i desire a harvest of change i must sow the seed of knowledge are we still together honor is the seed for access every time i desire access i don't just say doors open uh -uh. i have to sow that seed 
it is fraud as a matter of fact to desire a harvest for a seed that you did not sow because the earth works based on the law of seed time and harvest a question is the seed for an answer an answer is unnecessary until there is a question hallelujah honor is the seed for access that means that dishonor is also the seed for closed doors is the extended seed for retrogression for stagnation please pay attention the bible is full of men and women who practice honor and the untold benefits the lifting power the preserving power of those benefits and the bible is full of men and women who communicated to dishon communicated dishonor and the grave consequences let's run through a few let's start with dishonor the bible tells us in genesis chapter 9 i may not read the verses you just write them down genesis chapter 9 when you read from verse 20 to 27 the bible talks about noah and his sons hallelujah it says how that after the flood that for some reason noah took wine and the bible records that he was drunk and he lay naked and the bible says that some of his sons came together they called one another and came to laugh at their father now this is the most interesting thing nobody told noah that the sons were looking at him while he slept even though he was drunk when he came back he still had that grace and he knew something had gone wrong honor is very powerful and he cursed cursed one of the sons and said a servant of servants shall you be dishonor another sarah and hagar genesis chapter 16 when you read from verse 1 to 10 genesis 16 verse 1 to 10 the bible tells us that for a very long time sarah could not bear a child and then one thing led to the other and hagar now being pregnant and having a child she began to spite sarah and that dishonor led sarah to complain to her husband and he had to banish her and notice in fact i think we should look at that scripture there's something there's a very powerful lesson there sarah said to abraham let's start from verse 5 there my wrong be upon thee i have given my maid into thy bosom and when she saw that she had conceived i was despised in her eyes are we seeing this now it says the lord judged between me and thee we're reading to verse 10 verse 6 but abraham said to sarai behold thy maid is in thy hand do to her as it pleased thee and when sarah dealt hardly with her she fled from her face you would think that's the end of the story but watch the response of god and the angel of the lord found her by the fountain of water in the wilderness by the fountain in the way of shore verse 7 and he said hagar sarah's maid wow so in spite of her dishonor god was telling her the real position that you are still sarah's maid in heaven we recognize that sarah is above you can you imagine this it says when camest thou and whither wilt thou go and she said i flee from the face of my mistress sarai and the angel of the lord said unto her madam you are violating a law return to thy mistress and submit thyself under her hands this is god he's saying 
your running will not give you freedom you have violated a law that even heaven cannot back you the solution is return and submit yourself recognize that there is a spiritual law you are violating numbers chapter 12 the bible talks about moses aaron and miriam very interesting story arguments came about moses marrying an ethiopian woman and Aaron and Miriam, they began to discuss and to spite Moses because of it. And the Bible lets us know that God, he came to hear that conversation. Amazing. He was not invited. Oh, he came to hear it. The Bible says, and they said, had the Lord indeed spoken only to Moses, and had he not spoken to us, and the Lord had it. Cut the long story short, the glory of the Lord descended, and Miriam became leprous as white as snow the the consequences of dishonor let me give us one more second kings chapter 2 when you read from verse 23 to 24 second kings 2 23 and 24 the bible talks about elisha the prophet and a few kids who came around and began to mock him they were mocking him because of his bald head and they said they were mocking him and laughing and verse 24 the bible says something very interesting you would think that they should be spared because they were children i mean this is a prophet you have a very serious business why should children be punished for this the bible says and he turned back and looked on them and cursed them in the name of the lord and there came forth two she bears out of the wood and her forty and two children 42 children suffered in an instance because of dishonor. I have watched people lose precious positions in government, precious positions in business, precious positions in ministry because of one word, dishonor. In fact, here's how the Bible puts it. When you read Esther chapter 1, just write it down for reference. The Bible tells us that there was a man called Ahasuerus. He was a very noble king. A, a king over 127 provinces. Then the Bible tells us that there was this woman who then was his wife called Vashti. Are we together? Everything was right in that kingdom. Except one woman's dishonor. And the kingdom was about to split into two. It was not that the treasures were about to be stolen. No. It was not that the warriors were rebels. The king beckoned on her and she communicated dishonor. And the kingdom was going to be in disarray. And the Bible says the elders came and counseled the king and said, Listen, this woman is in a position where her dishonor will become a model. If you do not deal with this, it will spread and all over your province you will have people manifesting dishonor. And the king banished Vashti. There's no record in scripture of Vashti coming to say, Oh king, show me mercy. Dishonor is dangerous. Honor is also the willingness to place value. The willingness to place value. Now let me say a few things and then we'll just tie up some things and pray for this first service. Honor 
is not a gift it is a chosen virtue there is no place in the bible where we have the gift of honor it is a virtue that you choose through enlightenment in fact the ten commandments were simply a system of ensuring that the law of honor is not lost the ten commandments in the old testament it was it was a a principle carved out to help men honor god and honor men i have learned as a principle that you do not give people access just because of their potentials you must also judge them by their sense of honor it is dangerous and it is risky in fact here's how i put it that a gifted rebel is not an asset is god blessing us i pray that one day god will grant the grace to return here again and teach on a revelation the lord shared with me there are seven currencies that we use to purchase realities in the realm of the spirit and in this physical realm money is the least of them and my prayer for you is that you never become so poor that all you have is money in the name of jesus christ one of the superior currencies that we use to purchase realities in this kingdom is called honor honor is currency everything money can buy honor can buy please pay attention honor is very very powerful is the currency that makes you master over now and master over the future according to scripture there are a number of personalities that are deserving of honor and i'll run through them very quickly in fact romans chapter 13 and verse 7 romans chapter 13 and verse 7 as i attempt to run through a list of individuals that the bible mandates that we show honor the bible says render therefore to all their dues tribute to whom tribute is due custom to whom custom fear to whom fear honor to whom honor that means there are individuals that are deserving of honor number one god first samuel chapter 2 and verse 30 god deserving of our honor wherefore the lord god of israel said i said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever but now the lord said be it far from me for them that honor me i will honor and they that despise me i will lightly esteem can i tell you the truth god loves everybody but he does not walk with everybody at the same pace there are people who have communicated such honor and god has decided to invest back that honor he says he that honors me i in spite of my reputation i will honor i will honor them with grace i will honor them with open doors i will honor them with access with influence the rising and the lifting of men is not predicated on the love of god alone these are the forces of the kingdom that distinguish men honor god is ever deserving of our honor god is ever deserving of my honor 
Are we together? Number two, very quickly. The Bible lets us know that parents deserve honor. Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 16. Parents, spiritual parents, biological parents, honor thy father and thy mother. Can we read it together please? One to read. Honor thy father uh -huh, and thy mother as the Lord thy God had commanded thee. What's the result? That thy days may be prolonged and that it may go well with thee you don't want to live long when it will not go well with you that is a that is a dangerous way to live now watch this the bible tells us that just for showing honor to parents you see why many young people are not doing well in spite of education in spite of the leverage of, of, of endorsements, etc. Most times we wonder why do we have a father who is a politician, maybe someone in government, a businessman, and then you have children who don't seem to be able to be extensions of that legacy. Dishonor. Our world today has dishonor as a, a trait of masculinity, a trait of maturity. That means... The more matured you are, the more you should be vocal about dishonor. It is my right, it is my life, we say. Is God blessing us this morning? Parents, parents, patriarchal blessings are powerful. Yeah. Our parents are deserving of honor. Number three, the Bible mandates that spouses show honor one to another a husband and a wife first peter chapter 3 first peter chapter 3 from verse 5 to 7 first peter chapter 3 for after this manner in the old time the holy women also who trusted in god adorned themselves being in subjection unto their own husbands verse 6 Verse 6, even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well and are not afraid with any amazement. He said, likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge. Many men believe that it should be only the wives who should show honor and respect. Here's the Bible bringing balance. It says giving honor, not only love, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life. Why? That your prayers be not hindered. Believe me, this scripture works. There are many, many people who dishonor their wives and wives their husbands and everybody runs to god for consolation and god says i love you but i must obey the spiritual principles the only prayer that is guaranteed to be answered in the answered in the presence of dishonor is the prayer of brokenness repentance and mercy are we blessed Number four, those deserving of honor, authorities, authorities, talks of government or any kind of leadership structure 
above us. Romans 13 and verse 1. Romans 13 and verse 1. Romans 13 and verse 1. The Bible says, Let every soul be subject unto higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. This is very powerful. That in principle, every soul should be subject to higher powers, authorities. It's amazing how many people insult their bosses, insult their directors, and keep praying. They, they admire the positions, they admire those the offices and yet they keep sowing seeds of dishonor and keep wondering why they never rise to that position hallelujah are we blessed now those in authority the bible never said good people in authority it said those in authority provided by any means they are in authority they are deserving of honor number Number five, am I right? Men and women of God. Men and women of God, according to scripture, are deserving those who minister, those who labor in word and in doctrine. First Thessalonians chapter 5, please, from verse 12 and 13. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 12 and verse 13. It said, and we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. Verse 13. The Bible says to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourself. That you esteem them for their work's sake. One more scripture. First Timothy chapter 5 and verse 17. 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 17. It says, Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in word and in doctrine. That the elders that rule well be counted for double honor and they which rule well um, in word and in doctrine. Now, it is very, very... Please look up. Most of the challenges that we experience in life require honor in the equation for liberty and freedom from those challenges. It doesn't matter whether the challenges appear from a financial standpoint, from a health standpoint, it will take discernment and it will take the communication of honor for you to get out of that. Now, when Jesus came and walked upon the earth even though he was god made manifest in the flesh he could not do ministry and he could not even be effective until he searched around and looked for the man who until his coming was the face of god and his purposes are we together now the bible says that he came and met a man called john john the prophet who was baptizing and then he beckoned on john to baptize him and announce him publicly and John said, no, I know who you are. I'm not even worthy to untie the latchet of your shoe. 
and jesus made a very instructive statement he says suffer it to be so this is an ordinance that scriptures will be fulfilled jesus your jesus you've heard me say it he walked for 30 years as jesus under a closed heaven his heaven as jesus was not opened until john dipped him in water the bible records are we still students of scripture the bible says and coming out of the water the bible says the heavens opened and god now spoke and said this is my beloved son who was he before it says in whom i am well pleased then he gave a command hear ye him access to the heart and the voice of creation jesus would go to the mountain a crowd would follow him he would go to the valley he would beckon on someone give me your boat give me your donkey if jesus did not fulfill the law of honor he would have been surprised for carrying someone's donkey or taking someone's boat are we together the law of honor my life is full of stories and instances where i communicated honor and the blessings that came from it maybe i'll give you one and then we'll tie up a few things i remember years ago ma i was in joss very interesting story i went to buy sugar cane are we together and then <laughs> i saw two women mothers elderly women they were struggling to buy sugarcane to and i noticed you know they have a way of time money and then they reached down and try and they were struggling to you know pull it out and i said please please you are mothers you are my mothers would you give me the honor of paying for this said, no 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 i said please i insist and then they said all right it was not more than a hundred naira i bought the sugarcane for them and they kept blessing me for some reason i don't know why i did not pay attention to what they were saying and suddenly i heard one of them and she said my son forever walk upon gold that was what she told me not every human is human there are people carrying deep and ancient mysteries on them waiting for your honor to unlock those dimensions now behind every glory truly i tell you there is a story if you ask god's servant apostle goodheart and his wife they would tell you secret manifestations of honor that has been a track record all through their life and ministry to have brought them this far ask any ceo ask any person of 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 an enviable destiny they will tell you i had the privilege and the honor of sitting with one of uh really great people in this nation recently and he was giving me a very interesting story about a young man who wanted to start business and he just used his credibility to write a note and he secured some loans and when the gentleman made profit he came with everything and met him and said sir just to thank you for what you have done this is it and he said what will i do with it he said no 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 no. i need your blessing you have to take something from it and this was not a christian you understand what i'm saying he came to him and the man said no no, no. i'm a blessed man you just go the lord honor you and he refused he took two hundred thousand 
from that money took it to the man's wife and said please if you truly love me take this money and they came back and they were discussing as a couple and they said this young man looks like he's a great person and they endorsed him again cut the long story short he's one of the third leaders in his field in this nation today honor not knowledge there is a realm you get to where everybody is knowledgeable your edge no longer becomes knowledge your edge becomes honor there is a realm you get to where everybody is a professional your edge will no longer be intellect honor many of you are seated here listening to me and god is showing you why you probably have been going through stagnation in business stagnation in ministry there are pastors who criticize everybody god is doing great things in they have not raised anybody they have not led anybody and they would criticize every church they would criticize this they call every pastor a thief they call they say all kinds of things and secretly admire the anointing let me tell you this anything you criticize you give an authorization in the realm of the spirit that that virtue should run away from you indefinitely it is a law there are many young people who have not raised children they've not done everything but they have the guts and the audacity to insult parents shame on my father shame on my mother they say they've not raised anybody they've not paid anybody school fees they cannot manage themselves and yet they criticize people all around and then when they do so they package their cv and believe that just because there is a first class or there is a two one the door will open no sir are we together growing up I used to talk a lot about my dad there were obvious things I saw that I thought and felt he would have done better and generally but when God brought me to the position of leadership I started cultivating a healthy respect for him you know sometimes God delivers you by putting you where you are criticizing so that it will give you room to taste and see that it is easier said than done there are sometimes some doors even though they shouldn't have opened god opens it so that you will know what it means to be in that position i have a wicked uncle who never gives anybody a job and i i spoke to him and his five months is not responded to me then god promotes you and you think his breakthrough he promotes you in a position where there are five demands in one day can you help us This is why you see, the older people get, the, the more silent they become. That silence is a message. It's young people that make a lot of noise. You find someone just keeping quiet. While people are raising dust, they are just watching. And they are saying, I have a lot of stories to tell. I was a noisemaker too. Find out why I'm suddenly silent at 50, at 60, and at 70. If God is giving you wisdom, say Amen. amen. Hallelujah. You cannot receive from a grace, a person, a platform that you do not sincerely honor. I have found out from scripture and in experience that the major cause of dishonor, not the only one, but the major cause of dishonor it's a very strange mystery that we we really cannot 
There's nothing we can do about it. We can only manage it through revelation. It's called familiarity. Please write it down. There's something about men. Generally speaking, we teach that scarcity increases value. Is that true? Um, there is a weakness in us men, like mankind, that the moment you are a thing is too available, the moment a thing is too accessible, a person uh, or whatever it is, usually we begin to demean, we begin to downplay, we begin to trivialize. Sometimes we do it consciously, sometimes we do it unconsciously. So many times you have children because they have parents who they can access every day. They fail to discern that this your father that you play around with is somebody's boss. Are we together now? Yes. He can be in the middle of a conversation and a child will come and interrupt it. This is a conversation that is leading to millions and billions and there's serious discussion going on. And here comes the child. It is my father. It is my house. It is my father's money. Familiarity. Familiarity is dangerous. It has made people to lose anointings. It's made people to lose relationships. It's made people to lose so many things. Because for some reason, the more you have access, that wow factor, that ability to consider a person and a thing special, it's no longer there. It begins to fade. It begins to go down. And if you do not train yourself to make the object of your admiration, whether it's God or a mentor or whoever, to keep it special. This is one of the reasons why it is very powerful when we worship God the way we do. Because it's a way of refreshing our, our passion to say, Lord, I've known you for 10 years, for 20 years, for 30 years, but I would never trivialize you. And every once in a while when God sees that you are getting too familiar, he will introduce something to your life that will remind you again that this man who plays with you all the time is still the God of the universe. There is a very interesting way God brings us back to order. And it's also a leadership principle. You notice that many times when people give you unusual access and you trivialize it, what happens is that they close that door. Then the absence of the benefit that access brings is what will school you. It will now make you go back and say, Wow, I, I, I didn't realize that I'd been standing on this level of advantage free of charge. As a principle, there is no visionary leader who will keep beckoning on you to come closer as you, this honor increases. No. Leadership is such that once people tell you, take a step, they observe your sense of honor. If it remains consistent or ever growing, then you have signed up for more. Are we together now? This is true. Jesus had several disciples. He had 72, he had 12, he had two, and he had one. And the name of that one was the Beloved. The Beloved. Something about his sense of honor. When I learned this principle, because you see, I didn't come from a background that had so much advantage. I knew I was going into ministry. I knew what God had put upon my life. And I said, if, if I do not understand this law, I will never rise. Let me tell you, I submit to you. 
this law has opened doors that oh dear there are things that gifts and talents cannot bring you believe me when i tell you this honor is powerful honor to god honor to men honor to principles it is also the reason why now respectfully speaking did you notice that in most homes or organizations and sadly even churches strangers seem to be the greatest recipient of that grace have you have you noticed this as a trend generally it is why it's easy to believe that certain miracles or testimonies are stage managed because most people who are within either that church or that organization continue to wonder why is it that our boss our ceo our pastor it seems like we we are not receiving all of these things there in fact there are men and women of god who deliver more when they are outside of their churches they minister with power because they are received they are welcomed the expectation the hunger but when they return back home oh he's back for instance when the boss returns from a trip negotiating businesses you have people sit down and oh guy is back whereas nations and kings and presidents were the people who escorted that man to make deliberations at a national level today we have the honor of celebrating a woman who came from this nation and now is representing the world at a global scale i say this respectfully let the same person return to certain circles in this nation and you will be surprised the level and the extent of disdain for some reason there is a weakness in africa for some reason there is a weakness in this nation we have a way of trivializing great things we respect wickedness we respect viciousness when people are very mean and unfriendly they seem to command our respect but once you have a heart that is loving a leader that is thoughtful a businessman that is empathetic for some reason it's a weakness we must be delivered from. As I'm speaking, many of you are looking at your companies now. You're looking at your businesses and you're saying, My God, if these people knew the plans that I had for them, their dishonor deflated my passion to do more for them. We must obtain grace this morning. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. I have seen people who do not really qualify for certain contracts in this nation, but their dishonor their dishonor were like extra certificates on their honor i meant to say this man is not deserving of this however you have done too well you have honored men you have honored systems you can honor your way to any realm and any dimension i once gave one of my people an instruction and i told i said this is what i want you to do go and meet your boss get package a bottle of wine and maybe some money go and meet him go down on your knees i know you were employed but this is what i want you to do thank him and say sir i am truly grateful i do not take for granted that you have given me the privilege to work in your organization and i may not be at my best now but i'm committed to growth and this is just a token of my gratitude 
um, and to thank you so much. Let me tell you what will happen. Usually, he will act like it does not make sense. Learn how leaders work. He will just say, okay, thank you, thank you, I'm busy. But I tell you, there are not many people who show honor. So he cannot trivialize such a display of maturity and wisdom. It's only a matter of time. You will know the value of what you have done when there is a board meeting. And there is a decision about to be taken. Can we throw this person out and he says, for what? Was it not the honor of Daniel that made the king not to sleep? Now you want to destroy a man who loves me so much. You made me sign something that I'm a victim of now. The king could not sleep. In the morning he ran and said, Daniel, has your God delivered you? The moment he had Daniel, he said, where are those guys? All of them, bring them inside that pit. It was not part of what he signed. The lifting power of honor. The ability to discern. Honor starts with discernment. Who is this man that I'm always eating with? A man can be eating with his wife who carries a grace for favor. For many years he will suffer disfavor until he looks and says, I know I married you. I know we are 12 years in marriage. But who are you? I have noticed money never finishes from your hand. Whether you are working or not, what is this mysterious grace? And she will tell you, in 1981, my grandfather told me, kneel down, let me release something on you. The day you honor that person as touching what they carry, you receive that grace. Is God speaking to us? In every church, in every organization, there are wealthy, blessed, intelligent, privileged people. But I tell you why they remain few. Because those who are not so privileged always have a critical and an angry spirit. You see a good car, you say, here they are, these thieves on their way to the house of God. Whereas that person slept under the bridge for many years. We, somehow we do not have the heart, the passion and the humility to research. How did people rise? How did you encounter this anointing? This woman did not become CEO by bribery and corruption. Find out her story. Are we still in church? I made up my mind as a principle you will never hear me criticize or talk about any man of God if you ever hear me mention the name of anybody it is to honor him by the grace of God there is almost no denomination in this nation I have not preached in with all humility usually the way it is in ministry is that a region or a particular tribe or a particular geographic territory will accept you is that true Especially one that is sympathetic with where you are coming from. But I said, no, we can break this. I saw it in the life of Reinhard Bonke. I saw it in the life of Billy Graham. He was the only evangelist that preached in North Korea. I said, there must be something he was doing right. Sometimes I have to preach across several denominations within a short period of time whose whose um, who's divide in terms of 
doctrinal perceptions are very very wide i have my core convictions but you see adaptation is proof of honor you must sustain the flexibility don't come and climb a pulpit for instance tear down everything in ministry represents the labor that the servant of god and all that has been done for years just because you are advocating your convictions no someone say honor one more time say honor yes sir now you understand what i mean when i say all failure can be traced to dishonor dishonor to god dishonor to men when i found this principle i rejoiced i found my way out of mediocrity found my way out of weakness found my way out of a life of competition and jealousy and envy i found my way someone right now you came to church and god is showing you a roadmap that 2021 can be like every other year if you want it so or you can make up your mind in this morning service some of you may need to call your parents no matter how old you are after this service and say mama i am not just calling to say how are you i'm calling to let you know that i sincerely honor you i love you with all my heart i've given you money every day but that was just donation now i want to honor you not by the size by the discernment many years ago the lord gave me an instruction that he was going to send me to canaan land and i remember i took a seed it was such a costly seed and then i went there and i had the honor of you know just honoring god's servant and i came out i was to get into the car just to look for somewhere to rest and then return the next day and the holy spirit told me come out he said put your hand on the ground i placed my hand on the ground there he said from today you have entered the overflow anointing do you realize that nothing just happens i'm sure you've heard apostles say it many times truly nothing just happens it is on the wings of honor we have to find somewhere to stop this first service but i wish and i plead that you listen to what else i have to say because it is important that we understand this unbelievers know this particularly muslims they are masters of honor they know this they will go to any length to make sure that they secure their tomorrow Father, give us the grace. Give us the grace to be discerning. Give us the grace to be discerning. Many of us have lost opportunities. Look at me. We're wrapping up. Any door that once opened and is no longer opened, let me tell you what closed it. Dishonor. You've been praying, Lord, what is wrong? I'm answering your prayer now by the Spirit. If that door ever opened once, it should remain open forever. What closed it was your dishonor. You may be well-meaning, but sincerity is not the only key for success. If you break the laws, I told you that these spiritual laws are lavish rewarders, but they are vicious disciplinarians. A door that was once open politically financially opportunities 
And now those doors are closed. Dishonor closed them. But the good news to wrap up this first service is that there is a word in the Bible that really comforts me. The word is again. Again is a very powerful word. And Adam knew his wife again. Again. The prodigal son departed, the Bible says. Do you know it was dishonor? He had so many things at his beck and call, but he wanted it in his name. God does not give us ownership. God gives us access. You may freely eat, but it's not yours. The day you want it in your name, you will pay the bills. That's when lack comes. The prodigal son said, I want, it. I want everything in my name. And the father gave him. And he went, he started degenerating until he got to a point where he was feeding with swine. And the Bible says one day he came to himself. The Lord is speaking to someone in this service. You need to come to yourself. It's time to rise. It's time to stop wishing. It's time to stop hoping. It's time to stop saying one day it will better. That's a sociologically comforting statement, but it does not really carry any power. Time does not change anything. Time only reveals. Decisions create changes. He said, how many hired servants does my father have? And I am here feeding with the swine. He said, I will arise. And I will go back to my father. And I will say, Father, I have sinned against you and against heaven. I am not worthy to be called your son. Take me as one of your servants. The Bible says, while he was afar of coming, the father saw him. Honor always has a restoring power. Can I tell you this? From any point and any position you can start. For you it can be today. There's someone who after the grace you may need to rush. And call someone you know. You have always been my classmate. But now this is not classmate issue. I have seen a grace on you. You never are without job. What is that grace? Please pray for me. Honor. I have three minutes. Let me wrap up this first service with a story. It's a true story. A man of God shared it somewhere many years, very many years ago, and it touched me so much. And here's the story. There was a pastor and his wife. True story. Very great man doing great things for the kingdom. Testimonies in the church. But things were not going right in their home financially especially they were plunging down plunging down and one time while he was preaching service just like this you can imagine if the woman of god just gets up and walks out of this place you wonder why is she leaving but that's what happened in that story the woman of god got up and walked out of the church and everybody was wondering what what i hope she's okay so the man finished service quickly did you know a few counseling sessions and then rushed back home honey what is wrong she didn't answer him he sat down waiting for his meal did i do anything did i say anything i, I can apologize what is wrong no word and then this woman is bringing out plates you know there are plates that women hide those holy of holies uh, praise the lord 
he noticed that the plate she was serving him now was different and she brought everything and then the last item she would bring on the table she brought it out and looked at him and got down on her knees and said servant of god my home needs a miracle the man was embarrassed my wife what is this we've been married for a long time let's not do this children's thing i'm not serving my husband today my home is dying servant of god that grace that only speaks in the church and has refused to enter my home i use honor to draw it today and the man said suddenly there was a, the same grace that he felt on the pulpit that seems to die every time he's entering his car to go back home that grace came and he laid his hands and said in the name of jesus who called me woman not his wife oh, i speak to you and i release you and your home you see you will learn this from the second service everybody is multi-dimensional the dimension you honor is the dimension that will release the grace every man is a brother a friend a colleague and a man of god if you honor the brother you will receive information about the welfare of the family that is the brother's reward if you honor the friend you will receive relationship you must discern which dimension you can be around the answer to your prayer but you will need the miracle of open eyes show us the ancient paths will you lead us along eternal highway we want to follow the ways of jesus we want to enter your rest show us the ancient path will you lead us along eternal highway we want to follow can we rise just a minute to pray for this service your face to face with an opportunity again the Lord is giving you please listen to me life is as hard or as easy as our spiritual understanding makes it we're surrounded by opportunities opportunities that can be for our lifting if we know how to tap into it and one of these mysterious keys is the law of honor just one prayer father grant me the grace to discern grant me the grace to celebrate and grant me the grace to reward uniqueness lift your voice and pray while you are praying the holy spirit is going to be speaking to you for some of you, he will show you points of action that you need to take for your life. For authorities over you, for parents, for your spouse, the discernment to recognize, the discernment to celebrate, the discernment to reward, and the discernment to receive from the investment of the Spirit that is upon that individual. 
Are we praying? 